This is Nova Church Halifax, where we love God and love people. Tune in as past teaches from God's Word and how we can have a Nova life, a new life. Come on, look at the neighbor one more time and said, Easter changes everything. Come on, you can grab a seat today. You can grab a seat. Can you, look, can you find someone next to you and say, I waited for two years to sit next to you? Can you look on the other side and say, you're my second choice? We've been waiting to have Easter. We've been waiting to have Easter. We're so glad you're here. I promise you today, uh, the next few minutes is going to be like my wife. It's going to be short and sweet. Uh, See, some of you are like, oh, and some of you guys are like, what? Guys, that's why you're single right there. Some of you just need to know. Me and my, me and my wife, just, we, we, we love you. We're the pastors of this church. And then we're going to uh, have an amazing time with the kids with our egg hunt in just a minute. But I just want to make note, a couple things that you know real quick, is that um, next Sunday, next Sunday, uh, we're in a change of venues because of the season we're in. And this place isn't always available. But next Sunday, I'm not sure if it's on the screen or not, but we're actually having church downtown in the city, church in the city, at Citadel High School. There's a big theater, Spatz Theater. We're meeting there. Same time, different place. So we're so glad you joined us. You know what's better than Easter? the week after Easter, uh, join us, and we're going to be downtown for church. Balcony, I see you up there, and uh, we're so glad you're here, but we'd love to see you next week downtown for church in the city. And also, if you're a guest, you've never been here before, uh, it's a big deal to come to church. We know sometimes you're like, am I dressed right? Do I know where to go? We think it's a massive deal when people come. It's, it's a sign of trust and also of excitement. We want to make sure you leave here with a gift. We have a gift for you. And just the big yellow wall, we said it earlier, head out there and we just have a nice gift that you remember us by. And just We want to celebrate that you came to church today. So do us a favor, just before you leave, go for the egg hunt, have your coffee. At some point, stop by the big yellow wall uh, and get your gift. And then if you don't have a Bible, we believe this book is a bestseller for a reason. I don't know if you know this, but we actually know the author. We have no signed copies, but, uh, um, but this is a book that changes lives. It's more than historic. It's more than poetry, though it's that. It's more than, it's actually a love letter from heaven. And, and if you don't have a Bible for any reason, we have free Bibles out at the same yellow wall. Just take it and run. Just steal it. Just steal it and run. Don't, don't even look back. Just take it and run. No one's going to chase you, but we just want you to have that. We'd love for you to have that today. And uh, again, we're so glad you're in church. Recently, I've become fascinated for the last, I think, few years with stained glass windows. We tried to recreate it here today uh, a little bit with a digital, this is a Nova version of stained glass windows. And how, how many think that looks beautiful today? How many love the windows? Yeah. Yeah. I've become fascinated with stained glass windows. In fact, in our travels, me and my family, we just, we find ourselves drawn to amazing cathedrals. There's something, like, I, I love church and theaters and schools, but there is something, come on, there's something about the smell of old pews, come on, it smells like dust and regret in some of these places, you know what I'm talking about, but the stained glass windows are something about, in fact, one of our favorite places is in New York City. We go to a church called Trinity Church, you'll see a picture of it here. In New York City, there's this church, Trinity Church, which is absolutely stunning, Whenever we go to New York, we want to get out of the, the heat of the summer or the cold of winter. We go in there and we sit there. And Sometimes you hear people singing, you see people lighting candles. And the stained glass comes through the, the New York, the craziness of New York. For a moment, there's a place of solitude as the sun comes through those stained glass windows. Also, me and my wife, a couple years ago, we went to London. 
And one of the most beautiful rooms I've ever been in is St. Paul's Cathedral. If you've been to London, you have to go to St. Paul's Cathedral. We were in there one night and there was actually a boys choir singing and they say no recording and no pictures, but like I'm not fully holy yet. So I took a video and I, 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 I snuck a video and maybe I'll show it to you sometime, but you can hear these voices singing and it's echoing through this building that is historic and light is coming through the stained glass windows and it's a holy moment. There's nothing like stained glass windows. Two weeks ago, we had a chance to go to Montreal and went to a hockey game and we actually went to a Justin Bieber concert. I know some of you are offended by that, but it's too late now to say sorry. <laughs> if you didn't get that, you're probably over 50 and we love you so much. But, but we, uh, we went to a hockey game and we went to a concert and we actually went to Notre Dame in Montreal. I know, I know I'm not pronouncing that with the beauty that I should have. And we went in there, it's been on a bucket list for a while and me and Nancy and our kids went in here and sat there and sat around and it was amazing to see my kids appreciate the architecture. They walked in and go, man, this is unbelievable and videos and pictures and just sitting in this moment, there's something about stained glass. Now, I'm not the smartest person in the room. I've never been accused of that. I just started thinking about stained glass windows and I realized they're made from broken glass that was stained. Maybe you've never thought about this, but I, I just had, this, I saw the artwork and the beauty, but as I started thinking about it, I thought, how do they make, I actually uh, listened to some podcasts, I was researching it, and I, I know it sounds obvious, it may be you're way ahead of me on this, but I thought, wait a minute, it's just glass that was stained, used for different things, and they brought them together, and usually it's this glass that would be thrown out, maybe it's pieces of glass that was used for kitchenware or maybe a, other windows or maybe other parts of construction and some of it's naturally formed and they find this. Other parts they actually stain it and turn it but it's, it's stained broken pieces of glass that have very little use on their own and they put it together and you'll see the stained glass windows even that we've made for Nova today and it represents the stained glasses of churches all over the world. And they take these broken pieces of glass that are different colors and on their own you would say, we need to seem to toss that. That's, that's not, it's too jagged, it's too sharp, it's, it's too discolored, it's not worth anything. And an artist will put it together, the right color in the right place, he'll smooth edges, he'll sharpen edges, he'll put it together to tell a story of the goodness of God. When you walk through the cathedrals of our world, you sit there and when, when the light shines just right, these stories come alive. And if you ever sit in a church with stained glass windows, it tells the story of the goodness of God in people's lives. In the stained glass murals of cathedrals, I see the story of Easter. I see the story of Easter. See, I'm aware, and I'm sure if we sat down over coffee, maybe we could have coffee after the service, and we had a one-on-one -on -one talk, we're aware of how shattered, shattered lives are right now. I know we dressed up in our best, and it's Sunday morning, and there's Easter bunnies is going to be in the place, and there's eggs, and there's chocolate, and there's songs, but if we're honest, this has been a really tough season. Usually, there's phases, right? Like, the West Coast, we see it on the news, well, you know, forest fires, like that's really tough. Maybe it's another part of the world, there's wars, 
But never has there been a time in my lifetime or yours where globally everybody is going through a tough time. Every email has to start with, I hope this email finds you well. Have you noticed that? It feels wrong not even starting an email with that anymore. I've tried to get right to it. Hey, I need the quote. I'm like, no, that just sounds really insensitive. Am I the only one? You're like, I hope you're well. You know why we write that? Because no more do we assume people are doing well. It's been such a season. So much loss. So many shattered relationships. Politics and viruses and, and, and distant relationships. Talking to one of our church members that we're just going over how they lost a family member during this last year and we were walking, reminiscing about the funeral and how challenging it was. I only have five people. And the grieving was stunted because there wasn't the comfort that you could have had. But relationships are shattered. People don't talk anymore. Even in this room, there are people here, we don't talk anymore because of that view or that opinion or those politics. And it seems like lives are so shattered in relationships. Families are fractured. The good old days, 2019 when we'd argue over hockey. Now it seems like there's a whole bunch of areas we don't go because of fractures. Commitment's broken. More marriages have not made it through this season. More parents and children have been fractured. Easter dinner might look a little different this year because there's certain people that don't want to come together and dreams have been smashed. Businesses that were supposed to start got pushed off. Business that had started couldn't make it through. Travel and graduations and colleges and moments, people getting their licenses for the first time, all these things, dreams just didn't go as planned. They were smashed. And I'm reminded, like broken glass, how shattered lives are in this season. But here's what else I know, is that emptiness and hopelessness was a pandemic long before COVID. If we go back, we think the good old days was when there was no COVID-19, when there was no restrictions. But if I go back, people were still hurting in 18 and 17 and 16. I remember that emptiness and hopelessness was like a disease in our streets. I'm not going to get into it today because you don't need me to. And there's young ears under the sound of my voice, but we've lost some people. How many young people? How many people have we heard? You see on Facebook, you, you read the reports and I realized long before there was a pandemic called COVID, there was a pandemic of emptiness. And people trying to fill it with what they could drink, what they could smoke, what they, who they could be with. And we tried to fill this emptiness void in our lives, which only got worse when we couldn't go to our regular vices during this season. You need to know today that on this Easter Sunday is that Jesus is drawn. He is attracted to, he, he loves stained, broken lives. You need to know that today. Some, some people, if you haven't been in church, you might think church is for the good people. Look around. We, we're not that good. Look at the person next to you. Do they look good? They do not look good. They're hiding it well today. We're a bunch of imperfect people serving an amazing God, trying to tell everybody about somebody that saved nobody. That's who we are. But I realize that God is drawn to broken, stained lives. Psalm 34, 18. Let me read it today. It says it this way in my Bible. It says, the Lord is close to the broken hearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. 
like pieces of glass that are broken and shattered and cast off. And people go, your value is gone from me. You're only as good as you can get me a job. You're only as good as you have influence on social media. You're only useful to me if you can benefit my life. And once we no longer have that position, authority, or opportunity, people cast us aside. You need to know today that Jesus is actually drawn to rescue those that are broken. He's drawn to the broken. He rescues. I love that. He rescues the spirits that are crushed. Are you feeling crushed today? You feel a little, if we're honest, are you feeling a little broken today? You need to know that there's a God that loves you, that made you, that wants to heal you, and he's running to you. This is not just a service with egg hunt. This is actually a rescue mission. Heaven crossed eternity, came down and said, no, 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 I love you, I see you, I value you. You may be pushed aside, broken and jagged and stained, but I said, no, no, I got a plan for your life. Let me gather you together. It says that he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The cross was God clearing his throat, announcing that things were about to change. See, hell thought they were burying the son of God. But God knew he was planting a savior. On Friday, hell thought, it's over, it's done, we've killed the son of God. But the cross was God clearing his throat going, mm, <clears throat> I have something yet to say. He's not dead and I'm not done. You need to know today that God is not dead. We celebrate that Jesus is alive and because he's not dead, you are not done. God is drawn to broken lives. Jesus makes all things new. Our church is called Nova. Come on, most of you are good Nova Scotians. Nova is Latin, that means new. Nova Scotia is New Scotland. You need to know we named our church after this verse. 2 Corinthians 5.17, this is the hope we celebrate today. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new is here. You need to know today, you get a fresh start. I feel like Oprah, you get a fresh start, you get a fresh start, you get a fresh start, you get a fresh start. We all get a fresh start. I'm so thankful for the newness of God. I, I can't get a fresh start on social media. I can't get a fresh start in work. I can't get a fresh start in my family, but God has given me a fresh start where I feel like I failed, where I feel like I'm stained. He says the old is gone and the new is here. And then this is what beautiful, he puts us together. And like stained glass windows, he assembles us together and you fit here and you fit there and he, he makes your life make sense. And then I love this. He adds light to our lives to turn our brokenness into beautiful. John 8, 12. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have a light that leads to life. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And when I fill you, when I back you, it leads to life. You need to know what you're seeing in this church. The stained glass windows are actually not on the stage. They're actually in the seats. They're at the cafe. They're at the welcome guest central. They're in our kids ministry. We are actually nothing more than stained glass windows. We were once broken and jagged and stained. Listen, if you knew everything I had ever done, thought or said, you wouldn't want me to be a pastor in this church. But if I knew everything you ever thought, said or did, I wouldn't want you in our church. What a great relationship we have. You know what you see here? If you look around people that have experienced Jesus, nothing but stained glass windows. 
on our own. We were lost and broken and crushed, but then Jesus put us together. People say religion is a crutch. You just lean on it because you're not strong enough. I didn't need a crutch, folks. I wasn't broken. I was dead. I didn't need a crutch. I needed a body bag. But it says the revelation and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that the same spirit that raised him, it fills my body. And there's a light that fills our life. And he puts us together like stained glass windows and then shines through us to tell the story of his goodness. Listen, just give me a minute. I'll tell you what God did for me. Give us a minute. We'll tell you where we were, what he's done for my marriage, for my health, for my kids. If you knew where I was when he found me, if you knew where we were, hopeless and broken, down and out, lost our value and shattered, but Jesus brought us together and shines his light through us. You may have walked in here feeling stained and broken by life, but you are in the right place today. Easter says there is hope. Worship team, come on back. Easter says there is hope. Hope is needed more than anything else, more than we need serb, we need hope. More than we need spring, come on Jesus, we need hope. More than we need a vacation away, we need hope. More than we need anything. Easter says there's hope. Church, listen to me as we close. Jesus loves, Jesus forgives, and Jesus saves. Easter is a story of brokenness turned to brilliance. Just a bunch of broken people put together by an amazing God to tell a story with his light that God did it for us, he can do it for you. Like stained glass windows, our lives tell the story of God's goodness. All over this place, I wanna give a moment on this Easter Sunday to pray for some people and we're gonna sing and I wanna encourage you to sing loud today. The louder you sing, the more Easter egg, eggs we'll let you have. That's not true, that's not true, but we're gonna sing. But today I would be amiss if I let this day go by without letting you experience the goodness of God. It would be horrible. In fact, it would be cruel to say, you can have a fresh start and hope and then go see you next week. I'm so thankful that God doesn't care about our bank account or our status, our face, our place, or our race, that he is a God of all. And today, today he says, you can have a fresh start. The Bible says that who can be saved? Who can be forgiven? It says, if you believe in your heart and you say it with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, a miracle happens. In a moment, I want to pray for you. And if you can just bow your head for a moment as we get ready to close, just for privacy, just bow your head. If we can bring these lights down a little bit, that'd be amazing. I want to ask you if I can pray for you today. If you say, Mike, I don't, I don't know Jesus. I know church. I've been in churches like this. I've been in stained glass. Maybe I've been in other buildings of worship, but I don't know Jesus. I'm not talking about religion. Religion focuses on how much you give and how much you, how much you attend. And there's some, some churches that have loud and some have quiet and some have people that wear skinny jeans and some have robes. I'm not talking about the how of church. I'm talking about the who of faith. I'm talking about saying, Jesus, I need you. See, religion at best numbs people. Religion at worst causes tragedy in our world. And we've all seen the headlines of the evil of religion, but faith, faith is something different. And you say, Mike, I don't have a faith in Jesus. I don't know Jesus. Today is your day. On this Easter Sunday, you can leave here with the same hope, the same goodness, and the same promise that God will put our lives together, shine his light through it, and he'll lead you in your life. We're a lot of things, but we're not lonely because Jesus is in our life. 
If I can pray for you today with every head bowed, every eye closed just for a moment. You say, Mike, I want you to include me in that prayer. In a moment, I'm gonna say, lift your hand and put it right back down and that's all we're gonna ask. And I'm just gonna pray for you. If you say, Mike, I want you to include me in your prayer. I wanna give my life to Jesus. I want you to raise your hand on the count of three. One, it's not everybody today under the sign of my voice, but there are people here. The pandemic of emptiness and brokenness has been in your life longer than just 24 months. Today is the day you can feel the hope and the joy of Jesus Christ too. This is your day. He wants to turn brokenness into brilliance. Three, if that's you, can you raise your hand real quick and put it right back down? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Put it right back down all over this place. Thank you so much. We're gonna pray together. Worship team, you're gonna pray with me today. Can we all stand to our feet today? Can we all stand to our feet? We're gonna pray this together. Now, I'm gonna pray a prayer. I'd love for you to repeat this after me. If you put your hand up, I want you to say this. If you didn't, if you've already prayed this prayer, will you say it with me? We're gonna do this all together because we're a family. We are pieces of one amazing story. And today when you pray this prayer, you're getting added to the story of the goodness of God. Are you perfect? No, but you're forgiven. And hope wants to fill your life. Say these words after me, everyone. Lord Jesus, I need you. I'm coming today broken. And I'm coming today stained. Would you forgive me for my sin? Would you forgive me for my past? Would you meet me today? And would you lead me tomorrow? I believe you are God. And you died for me. I need you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, can we round of applause today? Church. Easter is the greatest hope, the greatest story of goodness. We're going to sing loud today. We're ready to sing loud. We're going to sing loud today before we dismiss Easter when brokenness turned to brilliance.